Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! So I cleaned out a dumpster's worth of junk from this house. Did you call that uh, the company? What, what, what company? I don't know. Like the, the, the dumpster the, company? The got junk people? No, I didn't do that. I just basically rent. I, I just. Oh, you rented a dumpster? Rented a dumpster. Okay. And then enlisted my older children. Yeah. And what we did just you throw out? out? I mean, God, I threw out so much stuff. I threw out stuff that, like, I remember when they wanted it and they were little yeah. and it took forever to put it together. Right. And then nobody had played with it. And it was like, you know, and I was like, garbage. Everything went. It was okay. goofy. Like, like old. Old furniture went. You know, there were bins. This is the thing that I noticed. <laughs> in the basement, we had full bins, full of things that I had put in a bin right. when I moved here 15 years ago I from my apartment bin. and never opened it up. And I would open a bin and be like, why did I keep this? Right. Garbage. Done. Like, I was throwing out so much junk. I filled a, a bin or a, a, a dumpster that carried four tons. Oh, my God. And we filled it to the rim <laughs> and had it taken away by a truck nice and it was just clutter around the house and the house still feels like there's too much crap in it <laughs> like, like, like it still feels like there's too much crap in it man like i went i went through the closet and i gave away like a like i gave away maybe 60 percent of my clothes to like the goodwill yeah. or threw it in the garbage okay it still feels like i have too much clothes like i have way too You're much just, like, crap purged your whole home. i've been purging i like it okay and i figure it's better to purge like items in the house than purge the family so I purged here <laughs> in the way as well, but I figured it was better to get rid of like, you know, old toys and stuff yeah, like right. that. That made more sense to me. It is now time for your Southside pod word on the street. Let's see what's going on around the South Side. Okay, let's see what we'll talk about this week. The mayor of Orland Park is running for Congress. He actually filed with the Federal Election Committee. He's probably been one of the most vocal local politicians throughout the pandemic, so it makes sense. There's been a series of aggravated carjackings, and aggravated does not mean it annoys you. It's because there are weapons involved, and this has been happening in Chicago on the South Side, Beverly Morgan Park area. Most recently, one in the area of 116th and Oakley, the other one around 110th and South Harding Avenue. And according to CBS News, that second one on Harding, one of the carjackers was a 10-year-old boy. As my grandmother once said, it seems like we're all headed to hell in a handbasket. Some positive news out of Palis School District 118. Students from that district took home two top prizes at the 2021 Young Inventor Challenge held virtually in November. Fourth grade students Lucy Pater and Kaylee Smith won the most innovative pet toy category. They had a puppy pinata. It's a pinata for puppies. It's not a puppy that you use as a pinata anyway. Another fourth grader, Juliana Zagata, won the most creative category with a game called Kawaii Corners. 
This weekend, Saturday, November 27th, head over to Oak Lawn. Santa's going to be there. Contactless visit with children from noon until 3 p.m. at the gazebo behind the library, 9446 South Raymond Avenue. In Evergreen Park as part of their Support Our Businesses Saturday on November 27th starting at 9 a.m. going till about 2 p.m. They are doing a money tree hunt. You can win $250, but you better know a lot about Evergreen Park and you better be there for the first clue as people will be running through the village starting at 9 a.m. They start at the First National Bank of Evergreen Park on the corner of 95th and Pulaski. And next weekend, looking ahead, not only will Evergreen Park be having their big Dickens Christmas Festival, but out in Blue Island, they'll be having a lot of fun as well on Saturday, December the 4th. Christmas in Blue Island going to be taking place in the city parking lot between High and Union on Western Avenue with a Kris Kringle Mart under the tents from 2 to 9 p.m. Also during the day, free Christmas movies, train rides for the kids, heading zoo with pony rides, and they're going to light the park at York and Western with the mayor at 5 p.m. And then a light parade kicks off at 5.30 going down Western Avenue from Prairie to Grove. And do not forget Santa and Mrs. Claus will be there. Bring your camera, get a picture, free pictures with the jolly old elf. And that is your word on the street from Southside Pod. Joining me on the phone line right now, this is an interesting group. There's not another one like it, really, on the south side of Chicago. It's out of Blue Island and Robbins, the Blue Island's Robbins Neighborhood Network. And joining me on the phone right now from the, and I'm going to try to use the acronym, the B-I-R-N-N, we have Carol Kuzman. How are you, Carol? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. You guys are basically a help the community group, right? I, I Like, I was trying to figure out how to describe you, and it's essentially... You're a community support group. Is that the best way to kind of describe what you do? That is the best way to describe us, yes. We are here to help in any way we possibly can. What is the biggest thing that you do? Is it is it job placement? Is it, uh, is it helping out with uh, those that are in need when it comes to food? I would say probably our number one thing that we've really tackled, we started in 2016, uh, and we had coffees and breakout sessions with community members, and the one thing that kept coming up was food insecurity. Um, it's a big problem on our side. We have Robinson does not have one food pantry. And Blue Island, we actually started the food pantry in Blue Island in, in cooperation with Blue Cap, where people can come in on Tuesdays from 9 to 1. They have great food. Um, they work with Greater Food Depository. We got it up and going. We actually sponsor them every month. So we make sure that, you know, when it comes to the needs, you have milk, you have bread, you have stuff that you can't get in every food pantry. They're really good at doing that. So we sort of kind of, we have been, working with them and building them up and we got them some freezers and some other stuff so they can have bigger capacity. Um, and it's, it's a great place, but we know that like food insecurity is a big issue. It's, it was a big issue before COVID came along. So we've been really pushing like how to get information out there, food pantries that are available, trying to help people if they don't have SNAP, how to get it, how to understand the PEBT they gave to families because people just didn't understand what that was. Uh, and we also um, partner with different groups. So like Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, we do uh, food giveaways over at their new facility. And we just partnering all around. We actually did a food survey and had a university come out and do it, showing that there actually could be a feasible working grocery store in Robbins. And they came out and did this big survey. So now we're trying to push our dream goal is to have an actual grocery store in Robbins. 
and we're working on getting a food pantry over there too. That's awesome. I'm going to tell you that uh, we, in our journeys here in Southside Pod, come and meet so many different people from all over the South Side. And I just recently was having a conversation with the folks in charge of the Evergreen Park Food Pantry in 98th and Washtenaw. And they were telling me, you know, they, they do one give out like for a couple hours. I think it's 930 until noon on Fridays over at that location where they, they hand out their food to people in the area that are in need. And they were telling me there's an increase over the last month or so. It's almost at the same levels as when the outbreak began during this pandemic. And one of the comments that I was given was this is almost like the canary in the coal mine. There's something happening in the economy. There's something happening with uh, with supply chains. And there are more people that seem to be in need all of a sudden, and they think it's going to grow over the next couple of months. Are you guys seeing anything like that on your end? We are, actually. And I think it's it's most, uh, uh, a multiple thing going on. Like We've noticed in the grocery stores, prices are just getting insane on stuff. Um, you know, even like the simple things like boxes of cereal for kids, things like that. Everything is going up. The past price of gas is going up. So if you start to see like all those little things, I mean, your turkey dinner, um, I had looked at, like I used to work for a catering company in Blue Island and I looked in their tur- turkey dinner used to be about $86. You know, get a little turkey dinner in case you didn't cook. Uh, it's about $186 now because their prices have raised so much. So if you think about it, like they're trying to reach out, so they're not making as much money as they used to because they're struggling. And then us as, you know, regular people, you want to go buy something, you can't do it because it's too expensive. And you go to the store to buy the stuff and the stuff is really expensive. So, you you know, it's sort of kind of a trickle down effect where it's getting the restaurants that are around. It's getting people trying to buy stuff. And, you know, I ran into people who say, well, I used to do a turkey and a ham, but I can't afford both. So we're going to do one this year. And they're happy to be able to do one. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. And, and your your group, the Blue Island Robins Neighborhood Network, with when it just comes to the food pantries, if somebody needs some help or if somebody wants to contribute because they're able to help out, what's the best way for both of those things? How do they get the help? How do they help out if they can help? So the best way to come and get help is go to Blue Cat Pantry. It's on Broadway. Um, it's in Blue Island. Like I said, they're open on Tuesdays from 9 to 1. Great place, wonderful people. They, um, it's it's just wonderful because they actually it's a, a center for people who have disabilities, and they're actually there to help you um, pack up your groceries. And they have where you shop yourself, so they don't just make you take food. They don't give you something. It's a it's a really pleasurable experience where you walk through and people are so nice to you and so polite, and they fill up your cart for you. You have grocery carts just like you do at a grocery store. You know we're not there to take away anybody's pride. It's just. It's here. Please take it. Um, so that's a great place to go in Blue Island. You also have Salvation Army. They do a food country on Wednesdays in the afternoon. And we have St. Benedict Church who does it on Fridays from 11 to 1. I'm sorry, from 9 to 11, 9 to 11. Uh, and Robin's, like I said, we don't have anything yet, but we did start a community garden this summer. So hopefully we'll have that started in full bloom next year. And also they're working on a food country as we speak. If you want to do donations, you can go to Blue Cap um, online, or you can even call them. They have a door. You can come bring stuff in. They always take stuff because they have so many families lined up. They can always use it. 
if people want to follow what you're doing, if they want to get in touch with you, if they want to see everything that you're doing, because honestly, you and I, Carol, we could probably talk for a half hour, a full hour uh, <laughs> about all the things that you guys do at the Blue Island Robins Neighborhood Network. They can follow you on Facebook. There's a there's a page right there for Blue Island Robins Neighborhood Network. You can also follow them on Twitter. I see that at B-I-R-N Network on Twitter. And then it looks like you got a nice little section that describes everything that you do on the Blue Island Chamber of Commerce page, blueislandchamber.org. Those are all good spots. Or if they have any questions, they can email me personally. Um, My email is K-U-S-M-A-N with the letter C at metrofamily.org. Anytime send me an email, I'll get back to you. I'm pretty good about it. And I can help any way possible. Carol Kuzman, I, I I appreciate you jumping on and explaining a little bit about your group, uh, anything that we can do to shed light on it so that people can get some help, uh, especially now as we hit the holidays. And like I said, it just feels like there's something on the horizon here. Things are things are not exactly right. And uh, people are going to need more help, I think, than ever over the next couple of months. Uh, I, I appreciate all the work that you're doing at the B-I-R-N-N, and I appreciate you jumping on Southside Pod. No problem. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you. And I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values. And he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. It is now time for your South Side Sound Check. Live music is back at many venues. Check out these. In Crestwood at the Thirsty Beaver all weekend long, they have bands coming in, 5599 West 127th Street, replay on Friday night, one up there on Saturday night, and the Time Bandits are there on Sunday afternoon. Meanwhile, Wednesday night, 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park, Lala on the stage at 10 p.m., Friday night at 10 p.m., 16 Candles, and the Ron Burgundies are there on Saturday night, November the 27th at 10 p.m. And in Blue Island at the Blue Island Beer Company, Saturday night, November 27th, 7 p.m. start for the Jimi Hendrix birthday party with American Hustle. Fun, high-energy show, 10 bucks at the door, get out to Blue Island. I thought everybody would be exhausted from eating turkey on Thursday, but clearly, still some live music and some shows going on around the South Side this weekend. So did you hear about this contest that we're having? I've heard. We're doing this thing on Socks in the Basement. I'm going to do a little cross promo. White Socks podcast. Yes. So Socks in... What is it? The number one White Socks? Number one White Socks podcast from what I can see online when I look at it. You know, it's not like in radio where they have like an Arbitron book. Right. Or Nielsen number for one, TV. Number one, 25 to 49 Yeah, people. they don't they don't put out a book and there's a lot of different sites that claim a lot of different things, but I always look off of like third-party stats yeah. and I use the Internet Advertising Bureau, which is like the toughest standard. Yeah. Okay? Like you could do a thing where it's like, these many people clicked on 
my website or whatever, and it would show you like a ridiculous number. I go by the one that keeps track of like, did they listen? Did they listen to almost How the entire show? How right. long did they listen yeah. for? All, all those stats that actually make a difference. Because I clicked on podcasts before like this sucks. Five, yeah. Five seconds in. Some people count that as a listen. <laughs> Mine don't count that. (laughs) So like that's the difference right there. Okay. So you don't get credit for if somebody thought you sucked. That's basically how it goes. So anyway, um, Socks in the Basement is doing a thing where Elite Benefits of America, and that's why I'm mentioning it. They're the sponsors of this show. Yes. And uh, Butch Zemar will help out your business with uh, with all of its insurance needs. He's also got a podcast called the Zemar Podcast. You can find that anywhere podcasts can be found. And he talks about like, you know, how to save money with your business and how he can bring in really good health insurance for you and give you a lot of options for your employees, but it won't cost them as much money and you as much money. And that, that's what he does. Does he do only business or just individuals too? He will give individuals advice, Okay, but he will not set up. I don't think he sets up individual insurance. Right. So if you've got a business or a small business, right. Butch right. is your man. But he's happy to help people out. All right. Okay? He's a good guy. So anyway, and you can check him out at elitebenefits.net. But Butch put up $1,000 and we're going to give it away to a listener on Socks in the Basement who brings in the best guest of the off season. Okay. Okay. Which the White Sox are related? No. So it could be anything. And how do you determine what the best guess is? We're going to take the top four and we're going to put a poll up and we're going to let the listeners But how do you even say what the top four is? Well, that, you got to impress me and, and Ed. Okay. So, okay? So, so Ed and I on the show have to be impressed. Okay. You know, like I said, like if you can get the person into the bar, you probably got a leg up, you know, than if I get them over the phone. Yeah. But right. over the phone might be good if they're a big star. Okay. You know, they, 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 I, there's not an exact criteria to it. So, so the, like, if you get like uh, you know some guy from the front office down in the bar versus Ozzy Guillen on the phone, right? Well, if Rick Hahn comes and sits here, yeah, that's probably going to win. Okay, you know, unless of course, like I get, uh, you know, um, I'm, who who else could I think of? Like, well, so, like I get a big movie star or something like that, right? Well, why not? I, I might go. Am, for I, am I eligible to do this? Because I think I'm just going to reach out to these people and say, hey, if you come down here, I'm going to donate a thousand dollars to charity. Yeah, that'd be fine. You want to? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. A charity man. of your choice. <laughs> like, I, I don't. Right. I don't care. Like right. I mean, like, I'm waiting to see how it goes. It could be anybody. It could be. Yeah, it could be Jennifer Garner. Uh, yes, it could be, that might win. It could be Alec Baldwin. Right. It could be Alec. <laughs> well, no, not Alec Baldwin. <laughs> you don't have any prop guns down here, do you? <laughs> hey, what does this do? Kablamo. <laughs> and I'm the new host. <laughs> Go to SocksInTheBasement.com, get more details. Too soon? A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here, I love that pitcher of beer. Southside Pod, back at One Allegiance, Zach Dudakis is sitting here with me, and this is the season, Zach, for dark beers. Like, I'm a dark beer fan during this time. I'm a porter, I'm a stout, I'm a something coming out of a barrel, and you guys have a ton of options, including the porter I'm drinking right here. So, first of all, how are you? And secondly, tell me about this thing, because I've been I've been in here, I think, three, four times in the last month, and this is becoming my go-to when I walk into One Allegiance. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Chris. Um, what you're having right in front of you is our Crawl Space Porter. We've had it on tap since day one. It was one of my favorite beers that I used to brew at home and literally would ferment my beer in the crawl space, and that's where the name came about. So That's where it comes from? Absolutely. It's awesome. And what's funny is that I'm acting like I just discovered a new beer and it's been on there the whole time, but, you know, I'm an IPA guy in the summer. Like, it just depends on how you feel 
this is like that time of year you get that chill you know you're you're putting on the warm clothes and you're like okay give me give me something dark do you find that that's what sells this time of year yeah seasonality in beer is just huge and we'll have it on tap through the summertime because there's people that like to drink dark beers year round but once this cold weather comes in and it's sweater season people go crazy for it that's awesome. That's awesome. So you, this is one of your original ones that you brewed. And that's one of the things that I always find that's interesting about this brewery. This is one where the guy who's running the whole thing is doing everything. I mean, you're brewing the beer and running the, the, the scene here, I mean. I mean, like, it's crazy. And you have a ridiculous amount of beers on tap. What's the average here? You, I think you were telling me 16 beers on tap all the time? Yeah, we keep 16 rotating all the time, and we're constantly moving through, finding something new. So by next week, we'll have something that'll kick, and we'll put another new beer right on to replace it. That's incredible. All right, so before I move on from this porter, how do you make a porter? What's the secret to making a good porter? Because I've had porters before, and there's something wrong with the aftertaste, or there's just something that just doesn't seem right about it. And you made one that, like, this this porter right here puts most of the ones that I've had to shame, and that's, that's why I drink it. Like, when I find a beer in a brewery, it's because not only is it good, but it's, it's good compared to other places where I can sit there and say, yeah, that's one of my go-tos when I walk into that place. So tell me what goes into this. Well, thanks, first of all, Chris, because that means a lot. Uh, the way we make the porter, we layer different malts, and one of the things is balancing all of the dark malts that you put in a beer and finding a way where they're not going to be too much but not too little. So all of that chocolate flavor comes directly from malt. And then the next thing you got to do is balance the sweetness, and that's what gives you all the drinkability. So you got this nice, malty, forward, sweet beer, and then we throw it on nitro, which amplifies it even more. So you're drinking it, and it's just got this smooth mouthfeel. It goes down super easy and makes you want to have another one. Awesome. So now you have a release coming up. Um, and we got Thanksgiving weekend here upon us, and I know a lot of places are doing things basically from Thanksgiving through the holidays where there's all these different releases that happen. You have one. You were super excited. I pronounced it correctly, okay, because it's spelled L-E-A-D, and most people would mispronounce it and say lead. I mean, it's, it's, from, it's from the Polar Express. It's, a, it's like it is the season to watch that TV, that movie, yeah. and that's where they would go. But I looked at the label. I was like, that's gray. That's called lead, and that's what you call this one. So tell me a little bit about lead your special release yeah you got it so this was one of the first barrel aged beer that we've done we filled templeton rye whiskey barrels a month after we opened last march and it's been aging ever since so this is going on a year and a half in templeton rye barrels we just bottled it up we have a regular version that we're going to release next wednesday on draft and in bottles and then we also have a peanut butter cup variant of it which is just phenomenal and you got to come out and try it so this is something that when people come out, they're going to say, I want to get the lead. I want to try it. I want to get the, I want to get down with it. And now is the time to get over to One Allegiance and, and try that beer. And, you know, I always wondered about peanut butter flavors because I think the first time I had one, I was worried about it. But there are there's a certain section of people just like those people who love coffee in their beers. Right. There's a certain section that just loves the peanut butter additive to the beer. Take me through that process. I mean, are you just taking like a, a thing of Jif or Peter Pan and you're just scooping it in there at some point? Like, how do you do that? It's just kind of similar to our Oreo beer. We actually Which is amazing. Uh, look, they have an Oreo, they have an Oreo stout here we didn't talk about that I had the other night at this place and it was great and it went straight to my hips. Like I, I could only have one, but it was amazing. But like is that you're not dumping Oreo cookies into the vat? Is that dumping what you're doing? Directly into the tank, Oreo cookies, and that's what gives it all of that flavor. 
So with peanut butter, you're just throwing peanut butter in? Peanut butter, we try different things. Peanut butter, unfortunately, doesn't come across as well as Oreo does. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to kind of use a couple different processes and, and make something else work. We've, uh, we've tried like dehydrated peanut flour, and that comes through really well. It gives you all that peanut flavor, but then you want some of that sweetness, some of that like peanut butter cup flavor. And for that, there's a special secret that I can't give you everything about. Really? You're going to hold back from me? That's what you're going to do? I got to hold back the secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, check out Zach's uh, secret sauce, I guess. It's in the uh, in the lead. That doesn't sound right when I say that out loud. <laughs> okay. Check out check out lead. It's been aged 18 months. It's, it's here at One Allegiance. You want to check that out during the holiday season. The porter that I'm talking about it's an original. It's something that Zach came up with when, before he even opened this place up. 102nd in Harlem. Sometimes you can drive right by it, but it's not hard to miss. So if you drive by it, you'll see it. You'll flip a Yui. You'll come back over and get it. And Zach, I really appreciate you sitting down with us here at One Allegiance. Yeah, it's been good to be on the show and I uh, wish everybody happy Thanksgiving. Now time for your Southside Pod Shop Local Spotlight. Catcher's Boot Camp is something that's coming to Grinders Training Academy. I've talked about them before. They're over at 102nd and Kedzie. They work your kids out, man. They got yoga for kids 10 and up. You can do it with your kids. They have yoga for adults and kids. They got weightlifting. You're going to teach your kid like how to build some muscle to get ready for playing sports. They have individualized coaching programs and much, much more. They're also having a catcher's boot camp January 22nd. This will be off-site in Elsip at 5012 West 123rd Street at the Bullpen Sports Facility. They have an advanced class and one for beginners to intermediates. $50 per session and a max of 20 girls per session. This is for softball catchers. You reserve your spot right now by sending a text to 708-305-7648 or 773-569-7487. Check out everything they have to offer at Grinders Academy, grinderswithaz.com. And remember, if you need a tow, the official tow company of Southside Pod is Dreamers Towing and Recovery. They'll also buy your junk cars, put this number into your phone, and have it ready when disaster strikes. 773-410-4549. The, the Alec Baldwin thing. Did you notice that, like, when that happened, it became, like, the top news story on national news sites. Right, we forgot about COVID for a day. We forgot about was, COVID for a week or yeah, two. It was awesome. Like, I mean, it was, it was, it was like all about Alec Baldwin shooting somebody. Yeah. Right. I mean, like it, that would that became like the thing. Right. And I, it and got me. That lady was still counted as a COVID death, by the way. Well, yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. I'm sure, she tested positive for COVID afterwards. Oh, I'm an awful person. It's terrible to say. Anyway, but it's true. You were telling me that there's other celebrities. Who yeah. have killed somebody. Throughout the years, there have been multiple celebrities that have killed people. And after Alec Baldwin... Um, you and know, I couldn't think of any. So that's why I want to know if you go through... I couldn't think of any any celebrities that had well, killed somebody. Let me somebody. just name a few. And, right. and most of these off this list uh, that, I, that I can remember are like car accidents. Except for O.J. Simpson. Oh, O.J. Yeah, Simpson. He never killed a soul. Yeah, you're right. He just killed it on the football field. <laughs> 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 Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner killed somebody? 2015. She uh, was in a car accident. Oh, in I Malibu, remember this time. Caitlyn Jenner killed yeah. somebody. Yes, she did. Was she get Caitlyn at the time or was she Bruce? I don't know. Okay. Well, I mean, that, that's how she got out of it, actually. <laughs> Bruce killed a guy, <laughs> and then but they looked for Bruce for the court case. Couldn't find couldn't him. Couldn't find him, but like, this new Caitlyn like was like, hey. All right, Bruce Jenner. She's like, 
No, no? My, name, my name's Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin. Are you sure you're not Bruce Jenner? Who else killed somebody? Here, wait, let me give you a list of people who didn't kill people. Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner just <laughs> but Caitlin did. Uh, Matthew Broderick, you remember him? I remember this DUI, story. I believe. Yeah, he killed somebody in a car. He was in Ireland. DUI, yeah. yeah. He was on the wrong. No, no, no. He was. He fell asleep. Yes. Didn't he? He was on the wrong side of the road or whatever. Right. I don't know if he was. He couldn't remember how it happened, apparently, yeah. but uh, he was in the wrong lane. Something, and... something. I killed somebody. Right. In a car. Ferris Bueller. Right. Exactly. Venus Williams. Venus Williams killed Tennis somebody? star. What did she do? Fatal car crash in Florida. I she didn't remember She went through an intersection, that. collided with another car in 2017. Man, these celebrities, they get away with everything. Right. Because I, like, I mean, I'm like, Venus Williams? Did she go to prison? Boom. Like, none of them go to prison. Here's one that was surprising. Who? Laura Bush. Laura Bush killed Former somebody. Former first lady. Fatal car crash. Again. She Another was only a teenager. Did anybody shoot anybody? Do we have any shootings? <sighs> Hangings? Stabbings? Drownings? Dick, Dick Trainey shot somebody, right? Yeah, didn't he shoot somebody in the he, face? I don't think he, I don't think he died. That was the whole thing. Didn't he shoot somebody he, in the face yeah, with a shotgun, but the guy lived? Yeah, shotgun, yeah, exactly. He didn't die, though. <laughs> we want to do strictly shootings? I didn't look no, up shootings. No, no, just find me another. Who, anybody else interesting that's Jimmy killed Stewart? somebody? Jimmy Stewart? Jimmi Stewart killed somebody? Paul was World War II and he was a soldier. Okay, well, that's your jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod Join us again And be sure to tell a friend About the Southside Pod About the Southside Pod All things about The neighborhood we live in All things about The places that we go It's the best side of Chicago, the South Side Pod. And then here's the shocker of them all. Okay, who? Snoop Dogg. No. Yeah, murder was the case that he gave him. Oh. <laughs> that was the worst joke you've ever I'm told. I'm so sorry. On this podcast. I'm so sorry. Or will ever tell again. I'm so sorry. It was terrible. <laughs>